Let's get you back to the Built Bar courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Butler 75, BYU 70, our final score here in the consolation bracket of the Battle for Atlantis. BYU plays for seventh place tomorrow afternoon, Mountain Time, against uh, Dayton. So BYU and Dayton tomorrow. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game for today's game. It's brought to you by Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. And with 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists, Fusene Troyore is our Waystar star of the game. He also added uh, 2 steals in a team best plus 6 on the night. Fus is the Waystar star of the game. For the New Skin Data Discovery of the Game, which is brought to you by New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in the box score that we'll get to that is your new skin data discovery of the game? Yeah, one of my keys to the game I thought would be enough for BYU. They did it. Uh, 17 offensive rebounds to just 5 for Butler and 20 second chance points. I mean, that's really good, but that three-point number just killed the Cougars. They did a lot, a lot of good things, kept the turnovers down, rebounded well, but you got to shoot the rock. BYU shoots on the day 42% to Butler's 53. BYU from the arc 15% the killer to Butler's 47. BYU from the stripe 73% to Butler's 75. So Butler outshoots BYU from the field, from the arc, and from the stripe. BYU out rebounds Butler by 12, 39 27. Offensive rebounds 17 5. Second chance points 20 8 in BYU's favor. Not enough on this night. Points off of turnovers, BYU plus four there, 721 to 17. Only 13 turnovers, a season low tying, 13 turnovers for BYU. Uh, fast break points to BYU by two, 12 to 10. Points in the paint to BYU by 12, 46-34. Bench points to BYU by 15, 17 to two. It really came down to the three-point number. Yep. A 12-point differential at the, uh, at the arc on a game BYU loses by five. There were five lead changes and three ties. BYU led for under five minutes. Butler led for almost 35 minutes. BYU gets 21 from Foose, 14 from George, 12 from Rudy Williams, then down to six for Atiki Ali Atiki, four for Richie Saunders, five for Noah Waterman, threes for Robinson and Johnson, and then uh, two for Dallin Hall, putting you at 70. The 75 for Butler coming on, 20 from Taylor, 19 from Hunter, 14s from Lukosius and Bates. Six for Harris, only two off the bench with Pierce Thomas. Taylor heating up and making those three threes early in half number two was a storyline in this one for sure. Butler 75, BYU 70. Postgame coverage continues, including player and coach commentary after this. Jason Shepard standing by with Cougar postgame live. And then back to courtside here in the Bahamas as well on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Another game in which BYU fought to the end, but unfortunately coming up short, Butler defeating the BYU Cougars 75-70. to BYU has now dropped two in a row. They will play in the seventh place game tomorrow, and we've got the time for you. They will face Dayton. We will have pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Mountain Time, tip-off set 
for 1.30. So we will have the game for you on the new skin BYU Sports Network coming up tomorrow as the Cougars look to at least salvage one game in the Bahamas. Tonight, not the night. And once again, we, we talked about this after the loss to USC. You know, you're happy that BYU stays in it. They were down seven at the break, come out with a 12-0 run. They get a five-point lead. Then it's Butler that makes a run of their own. BYU keeps it close. They actually pull within a point a couple of times, but just not enough to get over the hump. Sooner or later, you've got to think these types of experiences will benefit BYU down the road. Uh, but we are... Uh, you know, obviously waiting to find out, you know, for when that actually translates to wins and losses. Um, it looks like right now that uh, Thad Mata, the head coach uh, for the Butler Bulldogs, is speaking. Uh, let's uh, let's jump in and hear a, a minute or so of him. Looked like he went out in the first half, didn't return. Yeah, they're they're evaluating him right now. And to be honest, I, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, uh, but... Hey, man, down. I'll say this. I thought Connor Turnbull came in and, and really uh, did, did a tremendous job because it was kind of obvious where they're going with the basketball for 40 minutes. And, um, you know, I had to play where he had a couple blocks there and, uh, you know, had a couple good looks at the basket. But uh, that was that was great to see for him. It was good to see Manny also playing with foul triple late, be able to stay in there. You didn't have to take him out or anything. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's crazy. I mean, Somehow, some way, we gotta we gotta keep him clean in the first half because, uh, you know, tonight uh, he's our leading assist guy, and uh, um, you know we he, he does such a he opens things up for these guys and and uh, but hey, I give him credit he 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 stayed clean there for the majority of the second half and and that was big for us and guys hey we had to we had to log a lot of minutes down the stretch and you know we thought about going with some subs but uh, I thought these guys had a pretty decent feel for what was going on out there and I didn't want to do it. Yeah, you mentioned Eric's play. Also, Jaden has a big night for you guys as well. What do you like about what he was doing? What do you think allowed him to succeed? Well, I, I thought Jaden, um, you know, hit some timely shots for us, and and I thought he finished well uh, in transition. We, we all did a pretty decent job of that tonight, um, and and you know. He, he didn't force a lot of things. He sort of let it come to him, and 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 that's something we've been working with him on, uh, and you know. Hey, we're, we're a team where I don't, I don't know who it's going to be each night, but uh, happy when it happens. And Eric and Simon, to, to have this trip include a win as well, uh, not just you know a trip to the Bahamas, what does it mean to you guys to get a victory out of this trip uh, ahead of tomorrow? Yeah, Simas, yeah, you're good. But, um, I mean, it's obviously we – I mean, we said uh, yesterday after that loss that we wanted to leave here 2-1, and one, uh, if anything. Um but, I mean, we came here on a business trip, so, I mean, we're trying to enjoy our time, but uh, I know we, we're here to hoop. So. All right, that was some comments from the Butler side of things. Bulldogs getting the win 75-70. to 70. You heard from Thad Mata. They were obviously mentioning uh, Jaden Taylor, and he was phenomenal. 20 points, 8 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3. Also had 3 rebounds and 2 assists. Let's get you some other action going on. Uh, we uh, are expecting... Uh, head coach Mark Pope and some of the BYU players to make their way to the podium uh, in just a little while as soon as the Butler portion of that concludes. So we'll hopefully to be able to uh, to drop back into those. Uh, one game going on right now in uh, top 25 action. They have reached halftime in Portland. Number 20, UConn, with an 11-point lead over Oregon at 39 
22-28. Finals from earlier today. First game in the Bahamas of the day. Number three, Kansas wins in overtime over Wisconsin, 69-68. They advance to the championship game of the Battle for Atlantis. They will face number 22, Tennessee, who also won in overtime over USC, 73-66 is the final score there. Elsewhere, number one, North Carolina gets the eight-point win over the Portland Pilots out of the WCC, 89-81 is the final score there. And eighth-ranked Duke takes down Oregon State by three, 54-51. NFL action, one game going on right now. It is in Minneapolis, Minnesota Vikings hosting the New England Patriots. Second quarter, 14-21 to go. Patriots with a three-point advantage at 10 to seven earlier today the day got started in Detroit the Lions hosting the Buffalo Bills the Bills actually have played their last two games there obviously with all of the snow in the Buffalo area the game last week against the Cleveland Browns moved to Detroit so the second week in a row that Buffalo is playing in the uh, Detroit at Ford Field it's also the second week in a row where they won they get the win on a game-winning field goal 28-25 over Detroit and then this afternoon the middle game in the NFL, Cowboys defeat the New York Giants 28-20. Going into that game, both teams were 7-3 and and jockeying for position in the NFC East. The Cowboys now with the slight advantage. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll hope to be able to hear from head coach Mark Pope and some of the BYU players after the Cougars fall by 5 to Butler. 75-70, your final score. Cougars fall in the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Cougars fall to the Butler Bulldogs by five. 75-70 is the final score. Really nice bounce-back game from Fusene Traore. 21 points on 8-14 of 14 shooting. Also had 12 rebounds and 4 assists. The Cougars, 3 players scoring in double figures. Gideon George with 14, also had 6 assists. And then Rudy Williams finished with 12. I know as Greg and Mark were talking, really the the big stat that that jumps out at you is Butler shooting 47% from 3, 7 of 15. Cougars just 3 of 20, 15% from the perimeter. And that's obviously just uh, just too much to overcome. And BYU ultimately... only ends up losing by five, so a couple of three-pointers here and there could have uh, could have changed the direction of this game as the Cougars fought back to pull within one a couple of times, but ultimately fall 75-70. to 70. Waiting for head coach Mark Pope and a couple of the BYU players to make their way to the podium in the Bahamas. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's get you the update on the college football game going on right now. Number 20, Ole Miss and Mississippi State battling. It's in the third quarter, 12 and a half minutes to go. Ole Miss with a two-point lead at 16 to 14. Uh, let's get you a quick update if there is one on the NFL game going on. Uh, the Vikings and the Patriots still a three-point advantage for New England. It is 10-7 Patriots with 10 and a half minutes to go in the second half. Don't forget, BYU now playing in the seventh-place game. They'll determine the seventh-place and eighth-place finishes tomorrow. It will be the Cougars and Dayton. We will have pregame coverage for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network beginning at 12.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, and it will be Mark Durant and Tyson Jex 
on the call from the Bahamas, and they will have the call at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. All right, I think we're going to hand things off to uh, Greg and Mark in the Bahamas. They'll let you hear from Coach Pope and the players at the podium. I will say goodnight on this Thanksgiving, and we'll get you out to the Bahamas after this break. Cougars fall 75-70 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with Mark Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Butler 75 and BYU 70 is our final score here in the battle for Atlantis. Day 2, BYU now 0-2 in this tournament. Uh, BYU had been really good in the Mark Pope era at bounce backs. In fact, BYU coming off of losses was 20-4. BYU now falls to 20-5. Back-to-back losses here in the Bahamas. Uh, go West, young man. Uh, unusually, BYU falls to 2-12 and in Eastern time zone games. For Coach Pope's Cougars, uh, Coach Pope tonight coaching his 100th game. His record now 71-29. and yeah, I mean, tough loss for me. I think this is a game BYU could have won. I'm not going to say should have won because it was an evenly matched game, but first half it was the turnovers, I think, really early that got BYU in a bit of a hole. They fought back nicely, and then it was a three-point shooting in that second half, and and they could have probably survived that, but for Butler's great three-point shooting, I mean, they go six for ten, they go four for ten, which is still pretty good. They lose that game, and there's a lot of what-ifs and all those kind of things, but I thought BYU, I, I, I like the way they came out in the second half. They seemed to make some good adjustments defensively. The threes that they did hit were tough shots. I mean, they just hit the shots uh, when they had to, Butler, that is, and, and so I think I think the second half was, was a positive, uh, and I think, uh, again, the, th- the problem is you got, I, I thought a real positive was Foos, right? Foos really made some strides today, but the problem is it's a different guy every game, and you have a lack of consistency. You don't know where the points necessarily are coming from. You want guys that you know you can count on every game. I think Foose should be one of those guys. Gideon should be one of those guys, and then other guys kind of fill in. But right now, it's who's going who's gonna to play good today is, is a tough way to go about winning college basketball games. BYU falls to 8-3, and three, and now Foose's 11 career double-doubles. Foose 21-12 and 12 for the Cougars today. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and when we do, we will head to the press conference room and hear from Mark Pope and BYU players if they are available, and then Coach Pope joining us on the headset as well. Final score, Butler 75, BYU 70 in the battle for Atlantis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Mark Pope, Vicente Traore, and Rudy Williams at the press conference podium. Let's see how much is left with them. Thank you, guys. Oh, things have gone this week. Literally, as we go to the press conference, thank you, guys. We missed it's like they wait said. for you to say, let's go to the press conference, and then everyone's sitting there waiting, and then they say, let's go. Sometimes you take the commercial break at the wrong time. You're waiting, you're waiting, and then they do an entire press conference in 90 seconds, and you miss it. All right, that means we'll get Coach Mark Pope joining us on the headset here courtside when we come back uh, 
to uh, the uh, Imperial Arena here at Atlantis. It is the battle for Atlantis, and BYU's lost both of its battles to USC and to Butler. Butler 75 and BYU 70 is tonight's final score. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game. It is brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise. One of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Uh, Mark, you want to help me with this one? What do you like for a valuable stat of the game uh, tonight? Uh, I'm going to go with Fusini's line. I mean, what a line. 21, 8 of 14 shooting, 5 or 6 from the free throw line. He hit five free throws in a row, and, and there were big-time big, big time free throws late when BYU needed him. 12 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean, what a game from Fusini. And hopefully that's going to really build his confidence. All right, Mark Pope is coming up with us courtside next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar Postgame Coach, a show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant courtside here at the Imperial Arena at the Atlantis Resort, the battle for Atlantis here on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Greg and Mark with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. Coach Pope coaching his 100th game at BYU tonight. It is a decision that Butler wins by 5, 75-70. Coach Pope, I appreciate you being with us uh, courtside. Man, it was inspiring when BYU went on a 12 nothing run. To open the second half, you go from down seven to up five, and it felt like things were going just the way you wanted. Uh, one thing about this team you've got, very resilient, very tough. Yeah, I was, um, you know, in terms of all the energy stats, I was really, really proud of our guys. I mean, you know, we, you know, we, we've tried so hard. We had nine you know, turnovers in the first half. We, we kept down to four in the second yep. half, which is super impressive for us. We had seven steals in the second half. We had 17 offensive rebounds in the game. 22nd um, chance points, I think, turn into. Yeah, yeah. And, and really that's a, a bad ratio. But in terms of the energy stats, um, just the guys' whole hearts were invested in this. And, you know, we talked last night about our guys. are just their simple lessons like learning how hard you have to play to actually win. And our guys, um, I'm super proud of them for taking a step forward and learning that. This is, you know, it's just this is the team we have right now. This is a young team that just got so many different lessons to learn. And it's super frustrating to, to – um, put your whole heart and all your energy and something to come up uh, with a loss because it's the worst thing in the world. But um, this, this, uh, you know, this group is, is, is trying to learn these lessons. And if we'll keep, if, if we'll keep putting our whole heart into it and learn these lessons, we're going to have a chance. I mean, Butler is a good team. Uh, you know, we, we, we shoot 15% from the three and, and, and 40% from two and, and, um, you know, we're, we're right in this game. That's a f- miracle. It's a testament to these guys' effort. And so, you know, as, as we learn this lesson of how hard we need to play, hopefully we keep growing in that area and we, we learn to execute a little bit better, uh, you know, we'll have a chance to be a good team. It's more than one guy on both nights, but uh, Boogie Ellis last night goes for 27, and then Jaden Taylor gets hot in the second half from three. He scores 20 and kind of turned the game for that. Yeah, and it was, it was super discouraging. Um, and you know that's part of part of where we need to be is just uh, be attention to detail. I was I was really pleased with the guys. I can't remember if it was the tw- I think it was a 12 minute media timeout. He had 20, and um, and then the guys um, you know essentially said, hey, we got to stop this now. Like it just has like there's no more excuses. It has to stop. And 
and uh, the guys managed him pretty well in the last 10 minutes of the game. But um, they had guys step up and make huge shots, and and that's you know that's um, that's what what veteran players do, uh, and that's 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 you know credit to Butler for being able to do that and and um, you know make the plays that they had to make to win, and and you know that's gonna that's also a lesson. Like there's a, just a lot this team's gonna learn. But I'm really proud of these guys. I, I was super proud to be, uh, have the privilege of coaching tonight. And then, you know, the challenge for us is can we can we turn this around, you know, after this really uh, really just, uh, you know, second day of, of massive disappointment, and, and can we come put our whole heart into it tomorrow? That's our job. That's what I expect out of these guys. I expect us to keep learning, keep getting better, and, and uh, that's what we have to do. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a process with this team. Like you said, keep getting better. One guy that I thought made some steps a, a, along those lines was Foos. He was terrific. You, seemed like you really focused on going to him, and he's, he's going up against a pretty good uh, player in Bates. I mean, and, and he, he did a nice job in, in a lot of areas. That's kind of, I think, what a lot of people expected from Foos to make that sophomore season jump, and, and he's been good, but uh, tonight he was great. Yeah, you know it's it's different. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's part of Butler's scheme, right? They were going to leave Foose one on one in the post the whole night, and and other teams haven't done that, and so he had opportunities to go to work where he has not had opportunities uh, with other teams. I thought he managed it pretty well. There's still he's still got way more in the tank in terms of his decision making. Still he's still going right to his bounce too early and not playing with a live ball long enough. He can he can make more distance. But what I was really proud of Foose was is. You know, I got after Foose and Atiki uh, last night, just feeling like they were not, they were not just p- putting their will on the game. They were not forcing their will on the game, and I thought both those guys had moments where they did that better tonight. And you know, it's just it's, this is just a growing process. It's just it's just guys learning what it means to compete and how to compete every night and and how to you know take major roles on a roster. And and um, so I, I, I listen, you know, we didn't play well. But we played really, really hard, and um, and that's a step in the right direction as long as we double down on it tomorrow. So, Last couple things. Uh, it looked like Spence was a little worse for wear out there tonight. So we hope for the best there. Yeah, it's uh, su- super discouraging. We'll see, but uh, I'm, I'm, uh, we'll just see. Okay. We'll uh, you get a Dayton team tomorrow as you look to get one here before you head home, a Dayton team hanging its hat on defense. Yeah, um, super energetic, uh, you know, playing high-level basketball. Um, you know, we're, a week ago we are ranked in the top 25. Um, you know, Anthony Grant's one of the, the great coaches in college basketball right now, really proud uh, place with a, 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 a big-time fan base. And, um, you know, th- this, this, uh, you know this, this team's going to come in and fight, and, and we got to match and, and exceed their, their energy and effort, and that's going to be the challenge for us tomorrow. Well, Coach, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, best wishes to you and your family, and best of luck in Game 3 tomorrow. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU is down seven at half, uh, 37 to 30, loses by five, 75-72 Butler. So, yeah, in the Mark Pope era, 
Uh, BYU's never come back from down more than six to win in regulation. That is a six-point halftime deficit. Deficit was seven. BYU led by five early in half number two. But Butler comes back and holds on as the Bulldogs lead for almost 35 minutes. And BYU led for fewer than five minutes on this night. So Foose's uh, 21-point, 12-rebound, four-assist, double-double uh, goes for not on this night. Uh, those four assists tie a career high for Foose. And then 21-12 and 12 gives him his 11th career double-double. Mentioned it at the very, very end there that uh, Spencer Johnson took a hit tonight, a little banged up, uh, lower extremity, and uh, Coach Pope said it was, uh, I think the word he used was discouraging, so we'll see how Spencer uh, reacts and responds overnight. We'll see if he's available for BYU and Dayton tomorrow night. It is BYU and Dayton's seventh place game in the battle for Atlantis. It'll be a 12.30 Mountain Time pregame and a 1.30 Mountain Time tip, so 3.30 for the tip here in the Eastern Time Zone in the Bahamas at the Battle for Atlantis. That'll do it for tonight. And uh, tomorrow, yes, Mark Durant and Tyson Jex, BYU's Basketball Media Relations Director, will be your play-by-play and commentary duo. I will be on my way back stateside getting over to Stanford for BYU and Stanford football on Saturday. So I'll be heading back there as Mark and Tyson take you through game number three, the seventh-place game here at the Battle for Atlantis. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio, Lorgan Gardner and Corbin Radford, our control board operators, Terry South, our coordinating producer, Colton Potter was our broadcast intern. Jason Shepard, our studio host. Barry Squires, our studio engineer. Kirby Milevac was our on-site engineer here courtside. Great work by the crew here at the Battle for Atlantis. Kirby's been with us for uh, the first two games. BYU's 0-2. We're not blaming Kirby for the time being, but uh, he's been excellent uh, as the Cougs look for their first win uh, tomorrow in Game 3. But great help uh, from Kirby and the crew, Darren and Brian, and we're really well taken care of here. So that's the crew back home and courtside. Thanks to my color commentary partner, Mr. Mark Durant. And so for all those folks, my name is Greg Grubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from the Bahamas.